Let's go. Episode 71 of Slam City, guys. It's Ray Moore here, Mr. Mac on yeah, this yeah. cloudy and... Warm day. And, yeah, President's Weekend, and you know what that means. My Black Panther also, came out today. Yeah, All-Star Weekend. It's pretty packed. Yeah, I know. Packed set of the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics I mean, is going. so much stuff happening, and, you know, I want to start off with Black Panther before we get into all the NBA stuff that's happening, especially in the news of the Cavs and everything, but... Really, um, you know, I heard so much reviews about this movie. I actually was, I actually was supposed to watch it on Tuesday, but the thing is that I had class, so my co-worker saw it instead, and he said it was a great film, and he's not even a Marvel fan. Like, mm-hmm. he said it was so great. And I, I kind of expected the movie to be great. I mean, the minute when Black... I probably write this in my review when I watch it, too, but the minute we saw Black Panther and Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. everybody was, you know, like, wow, you know, this guy come out of nowhere. I mean, I knew Black Panther beforehand, but when he was in Civil War... The way he he handled himself, mm-hmm. this confidence that he has, of course, but he has that that suit, which probably people don't know about why he's deflecting bullets and everything. But the suit's made of vibrating, which is the same thing as Captain America's shield. shield so right. they're the same metal. So he's that, wearing a full suit of yeah, shield. Yeah, basically, and he could deflect anything, and he could deflect even energy blasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like when he came out, and, you know, that fight with him and and Winter Soldier was great. Mm-hmm. Then that fight with him and Captain America a little bit when they were fighting. Like, it was incredible. So then, of course, at the end, you saw how it was building up to possibly the Black Panther movie, which we were expecting. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I heard about this movie coming out and, and how great it was going to be, <clears throat> the one thing I, I, I said to myself probably while I was thinking about was that this is probably going to be one of the best Marvel movies ever made. It's going to be one of the best movies in terms of movement, of, like, an impact within mm-hmm. the, the black community. And not only that, around everybody around the world, like, you know, all of us being together and, and what, you know, instead of all this conflict happening around the world now, you see all these shootings now happening, which is incredible because now I just saw another shooting happen in the school. And it's like, these schools yeah. got to be careful now. Like, this is crazy. It's coming an epidemic now with that. Well, but schools like, have had to be careful for a while. It, it's, unfortunately, school shootings aren't anything new. It's just ridiculous that it hasn't stopped. I know, at a ridiculous rate. Like, and, it's and the guy who did it trained with the, uh, with, uh, white supremacist group which is the worst thing you, like, you could possibly happen when you hear about that everybody keeps pointing out to me that people keep pointing out oh, well the guy's last name was Cruz he was Hispanic I'm like no, no dummy his bad. last that's his mother's last name he was adopted yeah. he, was, he was kicking it with white supremacists not because he was Mexican, yeah. because he's a white supremacist. Like, they're they're going to make it seem like they're going to get against us then, us Hispanics, if you hear something like that, and I'll be offended by that. Yeah, it's, it's, just, like, it's just a reach, though, yeah. dude. It's just a reach. It's really, it's, and it's really stupid. Like, at the end of the day, when something like this happens, for you to be looking for a reason to assign blame to anyone yeah. is really just kind of corny. However... You uh, white supremacist people, no, stand up and take credit. This is one of yours. He went yeah. into a school and shot the place up. The kind of stuff that you give every other minority credit for doing, he did. And that's horrific for those kids now, for these days now. They gotta remember that moment. For, forever. To and the ones the that ones passed away. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, you you're not supposed to be burying childhood friends while you're still children. That's not how that's supposed to work. It's ridiculous, man. And, and also, I, I always had that prediction. You know, the movie Captain America Civil War, I always thought that was a, a lead-up to how the real world is. You mm-hmm. know, superheroes against each other. But really, it was a split between, you know, this side and this side. Especially when Trump was president. Mm-hmm. The side against Trump and the side with, uh, with Trump. And that's kind of like the movie, kind of like that. And, and the thing about Marvel movies is that I know people like the entertainment, like superheroes. But they give a lot of human stories True. in a way that it's not just about the superheroes it's about like things that are happening in the real world kind of too True. And just, but just putting it all together and that's what Black Panther was and, and a lot of people said it was a great movie it's one of the best Marvel movies ever made it's True. up there with The Dark Knight with with um, uh, Captain America Civil War with movies that have been like a masterpiece in their in their own way like mm-hmm. everything and, and it's got haters and they got oh my they got god haters. it's yeah. got so many haters there's so many people just talking all kinds of foul stuff about this movie it's, it's incredible i've never i never thought i'd see anything like it but they're not kidding they're, and i don't want so i mean i don't want so much hate i mean it's a black superhero and there's other black superheroes luke cage there in marvel you know in, in dc there's there's cyborg of course but there's also static which i wish they'd make a static shock movie now like after doing seeing this i yeah, hope i can see just, Static Shock. they just movie. gave you black lightning yeah, Black yeah. Lightning on, on EW. Like but that's not Static. I want Static Shock. But yeah, I want Static Shock. Static Shock is a movie that we want to see. Cause I've been 
watching it since I was a kid, Static Shock. He's like the the Spider Man of DC, basically. He re- yeah, yeah, yeah. I can so, see that. so yeah, I want to see a movie like that with Static with a kid playing him and stuff like that. That'd be cool. But yeah, like I know you saw the movie and you don't want to spoil too I'm much. I'm really keeping but, my. You have no idea how much it, I'm keeping. But if my you mouth can shut. summarize it in a few words, how great the movie is. How, how, how is it? It's ten out of ten, man. Like it, it's it's. It's up there with action, Dark Knight, Civil War, romance. Yeah. There's there's um tech stuff for the geeks. Culturally, it's super rich. Like you know, brown, dark skinned people all over the place. Just the acting is top notch. Yeah, the action is top notch. The sci-fi is top notch. The ex- the effects are top notch. The storyline is top notch. Like I really don't. I really and it, I'm I'm not even biased because I wasn't necessarily a Black Panther comic book fan. I'm an X Men head. Like that's yeah, always been my yeah. You always been X Men. Yeah, that's my that's my thing. So I've never really even been interested in a Black Panther comic book. Never, never. And to see the movie and see how it just oh my god, it was perfect. And even how they tied the storylines in, oh, just, man, you're going to love this movie, man. Is it, no, is it, like I said before, is it up there with Dark Knight and Catherine Civil War? I believe it is. Is it better than those movies, or is it in that same class, at least? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Dark Knight. However, I really did love Dark Knight. Like, I see, I don't even want to compare it to other movies and make it sound like I'm I'm dissing those, because I'm not dissing those movies. That's why I said, like, I feel like they're in the same class, like... For me personally, my favorite Marvel is probably right now, like out there, is like top five. It's probably Thor Ragnar because okay. it was visually great, mm-hmm. had a great storyline, it was funny, mm-hmm. action, had this and that. Thor, this was best at Thor at least in, in this trilogy of his and the movies and everything, and and showing his true power as a god mm-hmm. and and not just the hammer. It was much more things. I know I'm spoiling if you didn't see it, but you guys will see you it already. You didn't see it by now. <laughs> I know, so. like just see it already. And then also. Captain America Civil War was one of my favorite movies too. That was because, a great movie. Because it had everything. It had conflict, it had the the superheroes of course against each other, but really it, it showed you what America was gonna be in the in the future, basically. Mm-hmm. The way you had Trump president and this and that. And it was very impactful. That's what Marvel really is good at, and that's what DC lacks in. They don't have a lot of human interest. It's just supposed superheroes here, do some explosions, do all that mm-hmm. stuff, but it doesn't have any human interest. Wonder Woman was actually a movie that really had human interest in terms mm-hmm. of the feminism in terms of, of, of female superheroes and standing up for what's right. And I know for Black Panther with these ladies, I felt like they were the, the steal of the show. I didn't see it, oh, but they, they I have totally, a feeling. Yeah, no, I feel they like totally, they're the ones that stole the show. It was all about. Yeah. And here's the other thing. that I was I was going back. I went back and forth briefly with this guy over Twitter the other day. Oh, um, no. uh, on Twitter today because he was talking about, I don't want some situation where they're emasculating men to make the women look strong and uh, make the men hey, look weak. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's completely and totally not happening. The women definitely look every bit as powerful as they can look. Like, these are some strong... The imagery of these women are strong, powerful, unyielding. You know, there's no crying damsels in distress or anything like that. They're just on the screen doing what needs to be done at any given moment. But the men don't look weak. That, that, like, and that's what I've been saying for years. Nothing. My father always used to say, "Nothing a woman does should ever stop you from being a man. Nothing she sure, does. Yeah. It doesn't matter how smart she is, how how strong she is, how witty she is, how funny she is, how gorgeous she is. None of that stuff should ever affect your manhood. It, it's it's not a threat to you. That her her attributes should never be a threat to your manhood. And they and these women were just a prime example of that. And they're part of the movement, like, you know, Wonder Woman, you have um, the Valkor and Thor, of course, like, you know, that kind of stuff where, where they're strong and they're beautiful in their way. And, and it's nothing to take away from, from the superhero and the main At superhero. All. It's like, if anything, it helps them out and they help each other out, you know, the, like they're both copyrighted pieces to each other and, and, and they're trying to do what's, what's best. Of course, in Black Panther, they based the villain and everything and mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan and all that, which... I heard this is probably one of the best villains since the Dark Knights of Joker, of course, by Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm not. I mean, once we, I see, I'm definitely gonna talk about it more in the other podcasts, of course, because <laughs> it kind of leads up to then what I think most Marvel fans and maybe those that are now on the Black Panther side, but like it's being up to the Avengers: Infinity War, mm-hmm. and that's what it's always been building up to. What his role is gonna be because his role is very vital in mm-hmm. Avengers, especially when who they're going to face and everything. So, And that's why I wanted to ask you, actually, about the Avengers stuff, is that now that Black Panther's out of the way, 
will Avengers be the one that that kind of I would say eclipses Marvel history of movies for a long time that people will remember or is it going to be one of those where it, it was there it was good but it didn't live up to the hype or something like that as much as Black Panther did you're asking me that about the Avengers movie? Yeah, like even though it hasn't come out, but I'm saying like now that Black Panther came out, it's a great film and, and it's up there with Marvel movies of all time. But mm-hmm. will Infinity War be in that same class, or is it going to be one of those? Be. And it has to be. It has to be. Has to be with all these characters interacting for the first time. Yeah, that's the thing. That Black Panther completely stood on its own. There were no, you know, Thor. The last Thor had the Hulk in it. Yeah, and Captain America yeah. always has everybody in it. Well, yeah, because Civil War, yeah. Yeah, but like, everybody. Um, this and Doctor Strange are like the only two of the movies I can think of. Even Deadpool had Colossus in it. Yeah, so that X-Men a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like, th- there's always there's always been somebody, you know, Iron Man always has like... War Machine and other... Or, or, or Nick Fury. Nick Fury, yeah. You know what I mean? Which like, we haven't even seen yet. I'm right. We probably will see him soon, though. And I'm not, I'm not mad at... I'm not dissing. Again, I'm not dissing. I don't want anybody to think I'm sprinkling salt on one of these movies. But these movies, most of these movies have always had, like, another character in it. Except for, the, like, I think the second Thor didn't have no, um, no. Uh, another Marvel hero no. in it. And the first Thor, right? I think the oh, first Thor had, um, well, it had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it didn't yeah, have, Coulson like... And, yeah, 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 right. Um, and Hawkeye made an appearance. Yeah, oh, he didn't make an appearance uh, in that one. But, like... Outside of Doctor Strange, I really can't think of another one. Outside of Doctor Strange and the first Hulk, um, with um, in the first Iron Man, maybe, and the fir- maybe. Uh, Nick Fury showed up at the end, but yeah, yeah, because they really weren't superheroes at that moment. Yeah, like he was, he jumped out the door first. So other than that, like most of these other debut movies don't have anybody. You know, they always have somebody in them. And uh, now, okay, you know what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> My brother told me last night, um, you always notice that in every Marvel movie, somebody either loses an arm or a hand. Oh, don't tell me, don't tell me that someone loses their arm or a hand. Well, no, you know oh. Claw, but he already lost his arm. Yeah, we know that. He lost it in, um, in the Avengers movie. Yeah. But, um, you know, his arm gets snatched out one time, you know, it's, mm-hmm. but it, it is what it is. His arm's a weapon now. But... That's what I'm saying. Is that true? Have you noticed that in every Marvel movie, somebody loses a hand? Or I don't know. That's like a, a Star Wars thing, I guess. Because you know, they're saying it's paying uh, homage to yeah, Star Luke Wars because it's Disney. Yeah, because it's Disney. Disney. I don't know it's a thing, I guess, where you lose a hand or an arm or whatever. But I've been noticing that a little bit. I'm trying to figure out one of these days. I'm gonna sit down and like really map out who lost what. <laughs> well, Thor lost an eye. Yeah, but did anybody lose a hand or an arm? That's what that's what's being said. Somebody always loses a hand or an arm. Well, Bucky did. Bucky Winter lost Soldier. an arm. Um, he re-lost the same arm in in uh, Civil War. In Civil War. Yeah, and then you know Wakanda, he loses it originally. Wakanda, yeah, and Wakanda they're trying to build it back up the arm and make him stronger than ever. And I think they're trying to make the arm as strong as the vibrating of the metal, so he won't like, you know, get uh, broken again or anything. But yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. I'm gonna, and I wonder how Avengers is gonna be because I really hope that. They don't kill too many superheroes in the movie, but I want to be surprised if they do because of the mm-hmm. way Thanos is and the way the army is. Like, there's just so many scenarios in that movie where, in Wakanda especially, who's gonna be who's gonna be the first one to die? <laughs> and I don't want them to be like. And I really hope they don't do this where they just Black Panther just dies first and Captain America and then all that stuff because then yeah, the, the non super supers. Yeah, I mean Black Panther's a superhero, but I'm saying like. If he dies first in, in the movie, and then Captain America, and then the, of course the non ones, then leads up to the bigger ones, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd just be like, uh, you know, there's gonna be some kind of stuff on social media saying, well, the black guy died That's first, right, yeah. and uh, you know, all that stuff, and I don't want that to happen. Be like, oh, here we go again with all this stuff. Like, I better him, and they're gonna make Black Panther die, which may I hope he doesn't die, but if he does, be like near the end and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Not like the first ones and everything, but it's gonna be a big movie, man. Three months away. It's incredible. Can't wait. Three Can't months wait. away. And there's no ticket sales yet. And I'm thinking myself when I'm taking that ticket sales, it'll be sold out after the first day. I can say that um Black Panther didn't give any hints about Avengers. Avengers. Which is None crazy. Whatsoever. That's not, like not crazy. even a little. None. None. I, that's my one spoiler alert for the show. If you're looking for information on Avengers, 
let it go. Interesting. I'm surprised. I mean, done like one scene or one glimpse or maybe a Easter egg or something like that. Not that I saw, and I was really watching. They didn't even have any previews when I went and saw it last night. Wow. Yeah, they skipped. They went straight to the movie. There was none of that. So guess which actress played in this movie? And and like no previews, no nothing. It went straight as soon as the lights went dark. And they told everybody to put their phones away. Yeah, I heard about that. It went straight to the movie, dude. Straight to the movie. So no, like, appearance of Winter Soldier waking up? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, now. Yeah, like, you're killing me, dude. I know, I'm I know. I'm trying to help here. Did you start asking I, questions? I was just thinking, maybe, maybe that, but that's about it, I guess. But And, of course, we have Captain America on Rogue, and he's still in Wakanda, so, you know. They probably show that in the matches either way, but you know, switching to the size now, let's get into the little NBA stuff here because um, there's a lot of stuff happening in the NBA. Of course, now that we're getting All Star break now officially, mm-hmm. um, the, the New York Cavaliers, everybody's on the bandwagon in now because they're two and zero and they're beating the Thunder mm-hmm. and they beat the Celtics and all that stuff. Listen, it's a two game sample. They look impressive. I'm not, I'm not taking away what they've done. They they shooting the lights out and uh, they got more athletic and defensively they look good. Mm-hmm. But we have to see how the teams are going to be in the next couple of games, especially mm-hmm. against other teams. But more importantly, how the All-Star break might affect their chemistry or to make it better or to make it worse. You know, those mm-hmm. two. And to me, I think I see it as a way of saying that if, if LeBron can maximize his teammates to another level, maybe he'll stay. But I just feel like he's still going to leave because that's what LeBron does. He's a mercenary. I don't think he's that guy where he's going to be loyal to one team. We already saw that going to Miami and then going back to Cleveland or whatever. But it's just going to be interesting to see how they incorporate these four young players in Ronnie Hood and Larry Nash Jr. and uh, George Hill and Jordan Clarkson. You know, these guys are young, but can they, can they play in pressure situations? Because so far it's been close. It's been blowouts and a little bit of a close game with the Thunder, but they almost blew that too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it's possible with that team, but I don't think they're the Eastern Conference champions yet. You know, it's not crowning that yet. But it's just the way they ran over. Um, it's just the way that they ran over Boston. Yeah, I mean, that was surprising to me. They really beat the brakes off Boston, and then they really gave it to the Thunder. Even though Westbrook and Melo both look rusty. Yeah, they just came back. Yeah, they they both look rusty, so I'm not taking that away from anything. The Celtics they, were like playing three games in four nights, I believe. So. Yeah, and that that also, you know what I mean. There were circumstances on both sides as to why the victory looked a little lopsided. Plus, you got these guys coming in with fresh legs, and now your bench is super fresh because you got Clarkson and Nance coming off the bench. Like, it's ridiculous. You you know what I mean? You have, like, a starting lineup caliber, two starting lineup caliber players coming off the bench. Young legs, fresh legs, running her up and down the court. Yeah. But but Clarkson out here looking like an (laughs) all-star these these last two games. He's just shooting the lights out. so. So, I mean, I say all that to say... It looks good, but like you said, I think it's way too early. But if they go on like a run after the All Star break, yeah, then people are gonna be like, yeah. Then, then, but then people will have a reason to um to really, really, you know, stand up and say, hey, we got something to look at here. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see. But the one thing I know show about the Cavaliers is that um, when it comes to this roster. Yeah, they have the young pieces, but they still have the other players that are, like, one-dimensional, like Kyle Culver, and I guess Jarrett Smith has been playing well. Richard Thompson, he is what he is with, with the, you know, rebounding and scoring and some spurts and everything, but they got to be careful with the fact that even though they look good, they still got to face the Raptors, mm-hmm. and they still got to face the Celtics again, of course. And the Raptors look like a team that is on the rise. It looks like a team that you guys should take serious this year, not like Agreed. the other years, Agreed. because they're much deeper. It's like they have a new system now in place, and the roles in Rio are playing at a high level. So, I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough to say, but I think for the Cavaliers, though, they got to get it this way. Look at these games as a way of their training camp mm-hmm. to build up to the postseason. Because I don't know how these players are going to be in the postseason. I mean, for all we know, they might not even play up to their expectations in the postseason. They might play good in the regular season. Then when they go to the postseason, they become different players. And that's mm-hmm. not what you want with LeBron, because if he sees that, he's going to average like 45, 10, and 10 or something like that. I worry about LeBron burning himself out a little early trying to keep up with these. Um, yeah, because he's playing like 39 players. minutes a game still. Yeah, he's got to chill out. It's ridiculous. I mean, it, I, I appreciate the, 
or or is this him just needing to stuff his stats now heading towards the tail end of the season? But he always does that. The minute that that thing hung all his way, he starts putting up stats. Mm-hmm. And then people will be like, "Oh, look, he got thirty. Well, it's not LeBron's fault. It's not LeBron's yeah, fault. Yeah, that's what they're 10, all saying. He did, like, to, he did that to the Warriors in the last game of the finals. Trying to get these layups or whatever. He got 38, whatever, 40, whatever. People be like, oh, he got 40 and 10 10, though. Everybody else showed up. But that's like garbage minutes, basically. Like, he's just putting off stats to look himself look good, which is a smart thing to do. But I mean, if you look at it from a basketball perspective, we know that LeBron does that all the time. And I, I don't know if he's going to do that in this postseason because there's a chance he might play like 45 minutes a game. Which he mm-hmm. always does. In the postseason, his career average in minutes is like 42. Which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Even at this age, he's still playing like 42 minutes in the postseason. It's crazy, right? Like, that's too much. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, well, he, he, he should chill. He should chill. But then there's the old adage that, you know, once you... If you don't use it, you lose it. I know, but, I mean, at some point, you can't play too many minutes. I mean... Don't be like Tom Thibodeau who plays his, his guys to death. Yeah, but he also, Tom Thibodeau also works his guys like a, Too much. A, a, but on defense mostly. But Jimmy Butler's playing, I think he's leading the league in minutes right now. Is he? Yeah. Damn. And again, basically, because this guy, yeah. every time he plays with him, he leads the league in minutes. And it just, it Which just. Which I wouldn't a, see because he's, he's, he's playing with, um, you know, he's got some, he's got Crawford down there with him. And you got Carthay Towns. You got Wiggins. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why he's always in the game. If anything, those guys should be playing more minutes than, than Butler. I mean, Butler is good, but you got young legs and Wiggins and Towns and, and Crawford can play in spurts. I mean, this team is, the Timberwolves are good, but I just feel like Tom Taylor tends to play his guys way too many minutes, and that's why they wore out in the postseason. Okay, I got a question. What do we think um, the chances are that, uh, that, um, the current Knicks coach will still be the Knicks coach by the end of the season. It's a ninety percent chance that he's not going to be the head coach. Ninety-eight percent chance that he's going to get 90, fired. Ninety percent chance. Ninety percent chance. That he's going to be fired. I can. I totally see that coming. Like, because the way they're playing right now, look, listen. I, I I know that I want him to lose every game now because at some point you gotta say to yourself, just lose every game, get the highest pick. But but when you have a twenty-seven point lead. Mm-hmm. Just finish the game, and, and you blow it because of coaching. The role I I watched that game, man. You putting in why? Why is Beasley still in when he obviously doesn't have it? Why are you still calling plays for Beasley trying to get him hot when you have such a lead? Why do you put Jared Jack back in the game and Burke doesn't see any minutes and you need he to break down? Jack I, I like <laughs> nothing else. I know, no. like <laughs> nothing else. I have no idea why he's why he's got this love affair with Jared Jack when when you have Burke and Moutier. Right there, like right there, ready to ready to step in and do something. Why do you keep putting Jared Jack in the game every five? It's minutes? like he has no confidence in his young point guards. He just has confidence in the veteran point guard, and that's that's the one mistake that you make as a coach. Is you can't always stick with the veterans. Sometimes you gotta look at the player and the way they're playing, and also mm-hmm. the way what they can do in the court. Because we know Trey Burke can score and is much better at pick and roll than most of the point guards, but he doesn't even play. And Franklin Aquila, I mean, listen, I know he's not good offensively, but at least his defense is there, and he's passing the ball around. Mm-hmm. You got to give these guys a chance. You got to make them play both at the same time. Either Moutier and Frank should be playing at the same time. Because Moutier has been playing well, but he hasn't even been playing a lot of minutes as much as Jack. But none of them are consistent. Nobody gets as many minutes as Jack at the point I know, guard. No nobody. One. And Jack is like our worst point guard. He's just a he's just a backup at this point in his career. He can't be a starter anymore. He needs to just be a guy that comes off the bench, gives you a little points and assists and all that. I'm down it. to cut him. I'm down to cut him all together. We got Moutier, we got Frank, and we got Burke. Yeah, so surprised too. Like we had Moutier, you just got him out of a trade. Why don't you play him more minutes? And he's fre- he's ready to go. I don't get it, B. I mean, he I got he had fourteen it. and ten in his first debut as a Nick, and and even though he didn't shoot well, he still had fourteen and ten. And this is why. This is one of the reasons why. I think, um, as much as I like him as a person, like he seems like a cool guy, I yeah. think he's going to get fired. I think we're going to have a new coach by the end of the season. I think he's going to be fired too, and it's not because Porzingis got injured, and, and now this is like a way of saying, oh, we can't fire the guy because our star player is injured. It's a way of saying because you don't really adjust, and also you keep playing the same guys over and over again, and mm-hmm. you're getting the same results over again, which is loss. And you don't you don't switch, you don't swap out. Hicks barely plays. Who was the who was the white guy we had? Luke. Keaton, I think. Something like that? Yeah. The new kid, right? Yeah. Spectacular debut. Where has he been since? Hasn't played. Why is he not playing the four? Like, there's no trust when you're coaching. I feel like 
Coaches don't like to play young players a lot because they believe they're going to make a mistake and they're not going to cost them a win or anything. But this is a young team, so you have to play these young guys. I mean, look at Brad Stevens with, with his group. They got a bunch of 21-year-olds. And, of course, Marcus Smart, who's, like, probably the best defender they ever had, and he needs to play again. But, like, these guys, they play together, and they make mistakes on their way, but they still play good because the coach believes in them. He puts them in good situations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, Jason Tame is 19 years old. The guy's playing like he's, he's been in the league for five years, mm -hmm. and he's actually playing well. Jalen Brown, who's 21, is going to be a great two-way player in this league. Yep. He's playing better right now. Marcus mm -hmm. Smart, when he's healthy, he's a pest on the defensive end. And also, he could, he's a winner. You know, he does things that's to win games, where he's hustling, rebounding, or doing whatever he got to do. Mm -hmm. Pairing that up with a guy like Irving and, and Hofer, who, who are leaders kind of in their own way, and Irving is a guy who's going to make these guys make sure that to be even keel and don't be all emotional and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, that's good to have on your team. And I feel like the Knicks, they don't have that. Like, they don't have a guy to, to go to and say, oh, what, what should we do here, like a player or anything. And that's why Porzingis, I feel like, you know, he was averaging like 23 and 6 and leading the league in blocks. Mm -hmm. There wasn't somebody out there that could help him out and make him become better. I feel like he got slightly better for things this year, but when he got the injury, of course, now we don't know what's going to be when he comes back. But Jared Jack, he's got to go. Joking Noah, Without saying. he's got to be cut, I think, Without, at this yeah, point. Just, I mean, just listen, go, just, you could pay the guy, but just cut him. Like, he's just filling up a roster spot. For no reason. And he's angry that he's there. He don't want to be there no more. He's mad. He's mad at the coach because he's not playing. And he's also mad at the at the organization, I guess, you know, the contract and everything. But listen. And we traded Willie. For which nothing. I really didn't want to do. For second round picks. For which future is, second round picks. stupid. Why would you do that? And you know you could buy second round picks, right? It's not like first round. I mean, just why? Why? I don't understand the logic in it. Why did you just trade him for absolute? Like, if we were going to get rid of him. Which I understand letting him go because he wants to play and the coach won't play him. I'd get rid of the coach before I got rid of him. Or I would just play him more minutes, build up his stock, then trade him. <laughs> I traded Kyle before I traded Willie. Because yeah. Kyle had a high stock. Kyle was ready to go. And he's going to go anyway, most likely. I mean, more than maybe, some, somebody's going to want him. And, yeah. and O'Quinn does a lot of goofy mistakes for somebody who gets as many minutes as he But does. if he was on Golden State, no one would be talking about because then everybody would be like, Golden State's got the clear bench player that they need to make passes and score and defend, all that stuff. Uh, if, if, if who goes to Golden State? Because there was a scenario in which they're going to trade Kyle Quinn to Golden State. And if Go and he was on Golden State. I don't know who it was for. I mean, it was a pick or a player or whatever. But if they were trading him to Golden State, Golden State would be better off the bench, too. Because mm -hmm. now you got Kyle Quinn, you got Iguodala, you got Livingston. Like, those guys would be but better. That, would, that would just give them a, um, a, a log at center. Because they got centers, too. They got JaVale McGee and... Um, and uh, the other dude. Am I trying JaVel McGee? Ja Ja Pachulia. Am I trying no, JaVel McGee? JaVel was cooking for them. I don't think they're going to get rid of him. And he hasn't been playing a lot of minutes though for the Warriors lately. Yeah, but I mean, who's, who's, the Ja Ja is doing his thing. Like, I don't, I don't think they're looking to make any, they're fine at, at the center position is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't I think they really need to make any moves. Yeah, he's so. a good passer and he can score and everything. But yeah, like, looking at the Knicks though, this is a lost season. We know that. And most likely, hopefully, Frank Nikola has a good game in the Rising Stars challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully after the break, we're going to figure out if these point guards are going to be the future or they're going to be trade pieces. I, I like Burke, man. I don't want to get rid of Burke. I don't want to get rid of him. Do you him think he's yet. a good a bench player or is he a good starter? No, I think he can start. I think, I think they're punching him into confidence, but I think the coach is punching him into confidence, treating him the way he is. But I think he can start. You know what the coach said? He's like, oh, they're going to play more of the young guys after the All-Star break. And yeah, I mean, I hate I, I want to see it. I want to see it, though. Talking, but yeah. Are we just going to set them up in losing situations? Or the second they start winning, then you go get Jared Jack and put him back in? Like, that's... I have no confidence in this coach anymore. Like, none whatsoever. He loves Jared Jack so much. I don't know why. I mean, I he's a good no player, but man. he's not a starter anymore. I mean, the beginning of the season, yeah. He no won you games. Confidence. And I, no, I'm not taking it away from Jared Jack. He won you games and everything in the beginning of the season. But at some point, you got to say, hey, Frank is good defensively. He can pass the ball. Maybe I can give him confidence to be a starter. Maybe he'll play better. Did you see the quote from um, from uh, Charles Barkley? About what? About the Knicks. Oh, well, he said the trash? I <laughs> uh, know. Um, the Knicks are going to get better. The problem with you people in New York is you all have zero patience. If you keep drafting and That's adding funny. players, sooner or later you're going to have a good team. But they're never. But they never have patience in New York. He's absolutely right. Yeah, that's why... You know, to be honest, we don't have patience because 
we trying to be like the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Every New York team wants to be the Yankees because the Yankees have always been about championship or bust. Let's get right. players. Let's get whoever we do get. Whatever we need to do. Yeah, win the World Series or whatever. But the problem is in baseball, Brian Cashman did it the right way. He got pieces in his farm system. Then they went up, and now they're just adding pieces to the, like, that's what the Knicks got to do. They got to draft people first, mm-hmm. build that core up, mm-hmm. then you add pieces around the core. Like the Golden State Warriors, for instance. They have a core, and they added Durant, and it just made him much better than ever. Because mm-hmm. I always compare the Durant to the Warriors as, like, Alex Rodriguez to the Yankees in 2004 when they got Yankees, when they got him out for trade. And they got him off a trade, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And DeCarno Staten is the same thing. They traded him to be with Aaron Judge and Sanchez and Bird and, mm-hmm. and Didi Gregorius and that young group. And now they're, play, now they're better than ever, the Yankees. Now, that, that's how it is. That's yeah, they were threading him. Yeah, that's how the Knicks need to be, though. You just need to build a core up so then when they get a star player, wherever that star player can be, add him to the, to the core. And they'll be much better than ever. I agree. I, I can't keep looking at this quote. I can't believe that Charles Barkley actually said something <laughs> nice about the Knicks. I don't think he's just trash. That never happens. And yeah. remember this, like, when it comes to the Knicks and then you talk about the Nets, I mean, the Nets have been progressively been playing better. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason. Maybe they're going to add a piece or two. Maybe they're going to draft better and everything. But the Nets are trying to build something, too. And then you look at the, the football teams and the Jets and Giants. I mean, football is different because you can get a couple of stars and you still lose. But... The Jets, for instance, they have about seventy-three million in cap space, so they probably mm-hmm. gotta sign a quarterback. They probably gotta sign a wide receiver, and they probably gotta sign some defensive player, and they gotta draft some people out and of it. Call it a day. Yeah, and they'll they'll show up a brand new team. Yeah, much Good better coaching, team. They'll show up a brand new. Team. I think Who, Todd, who's coaching? I mean, Todd Bowles. I think Todd Bowles will coach Kirk Cousins to play better because he's like that. He's like that hard nosed coach, no nonsense coach. Mm-hmm. And I know Cousins is, is a guy who's a competitor who who make the best out of everything. He's not he's not really that guy who parties. He's more like a right. quiet, like a Eli Manning type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, as a family guy, but he 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 just really wants to win and play better at a high level and everything. So. If they do get Cousins, I hope he does play well with the Jets, and I hope he does lead us to where we want to be. And mm-hmm. if we get there, he'll be a legend here forever, of course, if, he, if, if we win the Super Bowl with him. I Facts. mean, the guy will be so excited when he wins the Super Bowl because I know how emotional he is. So, yeah, I hope that scenario happens. And then, you know, with the Giants, they just got to figure out Eli Manning has a good two or three years and try to get a quarterback and get other pieces around him. I hope Manning sees another ring before he goes. I hope so too. I hope he gets one more. That way he can be in the discussion of where you rank him of all time quarterbacks mm-hmm. and this and that. I hope he does. I, I, I want I want that for him. Because I feel like he's he, to me. I think he's better than Ben Roethlisberger. Although a lot of people have been saying, well, Ben Roethlisberger than Eli because he's been the three and and but Ben Roethlisberger had better teams and he still can't get it done. Right, better <laughs> offensive line all the time. I don't, why, why is this still a discussion? Because everybody wants to say that he had a better team and he, he's No, I mean, as far as, like, why does the O-line never come up? Just just today they were talking about the GOAT on SportsCenter, and they were asking, is it Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? And that's such a stupid argument to me when you consider that Tom Brady has never had to play defense. Well, that's the thing. That's why I, I think that was a good discussion. In my opinion, I think it's still Michael Jordan because, yeah, he plays defense and offense, and he's got – he's 6-0 and and – and, and Tom Brady's been knocked out twice. And that's why I never liked that whole... By the same guy. Yeah, and I don't like that whole thing about LeBron saying, oh, he's been to, like, nine finals and everything, so he's better than, than Michael Jordan because he's taking these teams. But he's not getting the job done. Yeah, like, you're losing when you get yeah. there. You show up and get and get got for, for four games. You get abused for four or five games. And then some people are like, oh, it's better to get to the finals than to not get to the finals or whatever. But yeah, the thing I, is, is this, look... But when it's all said and done, what are people gonna remember about LeBron? Oh, that he dominated the East, or they, or that he gets three and five in the finals, or, or or that he kept switching teams whenever things got rough. Exactly, they're gonna remember about him losing in the finals more mm-hmm. and winning it than like than saying, oh, he dominated the Eastern Conference or anything. It's because I keep saying this analogy, like if you're taking a class and you're doing well the first three tests, like LeBron always does, but then he does bad in the final. What did you gotta remember? Yeah, that's the a, final. That's a failing grade. Yeah. They yeah. remember the finals, and that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron is doing good things right now, and I respect him as, as a, you know as a player and as a man and what he does, and and I do applaud him for saying what he said about Donald Trump in that uninterrupted Uber um drive with Kevin Durant, Kerry Champion. If you if you haven't seen it yet, you yeah, can check it to, out. I need to go check that. Yeah, because that, that he said about Trump, and I agree with him completely about what against Trump and why he doesn't care about these guys and all these people, whatever. But like. 
like doing all this final stuff though. Okay, I keep laughing. I always say LeBron and Trump, and I just hear him saying, "You bum." Yeah, and he <laughs> still stands by that. Yeah, just kills me. Yeah, and and I'm just saying, like LeBron, like listen, you get to the finals, man, but you gotta like finish the job because if you don't finish the job, people are gonna remember you being three and five, three and six, three and seven. Like you're just becoming the Jerry West of the NBA. And that's that's eh, Jerry West is the logo though. Being one and seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's terrible. You don't want to be. In How that are you one. the logo when you're one in seven? <laughs> How is that possible? He lost. How is Michael Jordan not the logo of the NBA yet? How yeah, is the Jordan right, yeah. logo not not not? Yeah, so it. I haven't changed it yet. How is Jerry West still the logo? Maybe because Jordan has his own shoe, and they want to put that that logo into the do NBA you, logo. Do you think when Jerry West passes away, they'll switch the logo? Maybe. And give it to Jordan. I would think this Jordan should have gotten already. I do too. I think at the minute he retire in a few years, then he should have gotten. I think that definitely should have been a consideration. Because I feel like. But he's he, probably char- He'd probably charge him for it. But he represents what the NBA is. He made the NBA what it is today mm-hmm. in some ways. He'd probably charge them for his likeness though, and they don't want. They just <laughs> yeah. don't want to pay him. But remember, also the NBA was dying before Magic and Larry Bird came along. Then Jordan came along. Then you have this era, of course, when like yeah, or or it could be Stephen Curry maybe. That's all said and done. We would need we would need Jordan to die before anybody else could have it. Like Jordan, I think I think the logo should be something that gets passed on, um, as a player passes away. So I think when Jerry West passes away, and I'm not wishing for anybody to pass away. Yeah. I think if Jerry, if and when Jerry West passes when Jerry West passes away, then they should switch the logo over to Michael Jordan. But and then when Michael Jordan passes away, yeah, they can switch it over to somebody else like like LeBron. But I mean, whoever era you decide. You know, whoever was the most dominant. LeBron's having issues. I don't know if he can claim that spot because um, he keeps getting spanked, dude. He keeps getting killed every time he goes out. He keeps getting killed. Steph Curry goes up and gets the job done. LeBron is getting spanked. And they could have been three and zero if it weren't for the suspension Draymond Green game. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. So yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Michael Jordan, his net worth though right now is like one point two billion dollars, which is incredible. Especially for for, because you you know you mostly when you see networks like that you see you compare like white owners and everything. Can we can we nerd out for another second? And and since you brought up money, can we talk about who's worth the most money in the Marvel universe? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. No 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 I mean uh, the characters. Oh characters. Mm-hmm. I just found that um I got somebody sent me a meme, telling telling uh telling me how much everything was how how much everybody was worth. In what which movie in but Marvel um, movies? Just in general. Uh, okay, so Batman. His net well, okay, it was between Batman, Iron Man, and Black Panther. Alright. So who do you think was worth more? I think I think Batman. Okay. Um Batman is a net worth of nine point seven billion. Damn. Yeah, he's a billion. Wow. Tony Stark net worth is twelve point four billion. So Black Panther is more. Black Panther's net worth is ninety point seven trillion. What? He's a king, dude. He's got the whole country. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You think about how much vibranium is worth. See, that's my mistake. It should have been Black Panther. Yeah, you're right. He's got the whole. He's like, first of all, all the diamonds and riches just in Africa alone, and then you think about the cost of vibranium, like the price of vibranium. Ninety point seven trillion dollars. Well, he has the country. Yeah, he's killing them. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. Killing he's them. Killing, even both of them combined is not even enough. He's killing. He can buy and sell both of them. Like they, they honestly can't see him. I mean, Batman has a city, but why would? Well, I mean, he doesn't Iron Man, own it though. Yeah, he doesn't own it, but Iron Man has like. I don't know. He's got arson. military. Money. Yeah, military. You know, he was yeah. selling weapons to the military yeah, yeah. for years and years and years. So twelve point four billion sounds about right. Yeah, I would have thought Batman would be worth more because he that's had what his I thought hands too. Everything. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That's why yeah. I was like, oh, I thought maybe he would be worth more. But then I got to think about it this way: that Black Panther has a country, yeah, has the technology, has everything. So, so yeah, and he's the king. So it's like, yeah, he has everything. Ninety point seven trillion dollars is that dude. That's so why you have a country against Donaldson's army, a bunch of crazy right. space people coming out. We did get a chance to see. Um, in, in the movie, you do get a chance to see his people, the, the Wakandians, going for it. Like, fighting-wise, you yeah. get a chance to see what they're working with. It's a good look. Yeah, so when they fight the army, 
They're I, ready. I, I know what's coming. I, I hope they're ready, friend. I, I don't think. The, I don't think. Well, first, are they gonna all, survive though? That's the, the question. Oh, brother, are they? The Wakandans are not going to fold up. They're not gonna fold, but they're gonna survive. No, I think half of them will survive. No, bro, that technology they got over there, what they were working with over there, and they weren't even letting it all out. Just wait. I think we're in for a good fight, and that's before. Captain America and Winter yeah, yeah. Soldier yeah, and, guys, yeah. and Hulk and all those guys get involved and start jumping in. Like, that's just with the Wakandian army by itself. I just hope they survive, man. I mean, I know they're good, mm-hmm. but these are these people they're facing. They're not human. The yeah, they're not. Marshal your defenses and get this man a shield. <laughs> I know, but it's like these people, they're not human. They're, they're alien, mm-hmm. galactic space the yeah, cosmic energy people so I, it's like i think they're gonna i think they're gonna get a whooping when they show up in wakanda i think it's a problem yeah a whooping but it's gonna be like a battle of death basically they don't fight they don't fight, fight, fight. To the but those those warrior women that uh yeah that uh like panther is rocking with yeah the king got around him Ooh wee are they like bodyguards basically yes they're his personal guard those women those bald-headed women are his personal guard and they are not a game oh my god i watch them Ooh wait i don't even want to say too much (laughs) i I feel like i'm gonna give it away but mm -mm, those women are not remember when she rolled up on um black widow and said move or you will be moved oh yeah, yeah widow is smart that if widow is if it wasn't for the king jumping in yeah i think widow would have got hurt when i say hurt i mean like hurt bad like I hope, really I hope, hurt. I hope they could say that against Thanos' army and his children i don't think we have an issue man you understand that Thanos is strong and now we're getting off subject right now but we're all the way off <laughs> i know but yeah, i know Thanos. even though with about the stones he's still strong and that's still a, a titan that's what i'm saying and these army is kind of like a titan too so that's why i'm mm-hmm. like i really hope they're ready Nah, because think, they're facing what? something that's not human, that's that's space-like, and it's gonna keep growing the army. Mm-hmm. Because they're going after what they're, you know, I hope that they're going after that Infinity Stone and, and Wakanda. But I just I know for sure that his sons and that other army mm-hmm. and him fighting against the other in New York against the other main heroes, of course Spider-Man, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, all those guys. Like there's gonna be two battles happening, and and I just I predict that the movie's gonna happen is that they're all gonna die, and you know come back we'll i guess but i could be wrong maybe they do beat the army and it looks good but he should just offer to pay thanos off you're not gonna do that 90.7 trillion <laughs> this guy wants the universe and he's taking on a country like how about i give you five trillion if you just never show up again no okay. not to him you know he wants to just destroy the universe and the fact that he's facing a country and he's like he doesn't even care he doesn't yeah. even care he's like I don't care, but you got a country. Yeah, I got this, an army. This is, this is gonna be. This is gonna be fantastic. We're space people. I don't this care. Gonna, yeah, exactly. I really can't wait for you to go see Black Panther. I gotta see him, man. Really? And, and, and maybe Thor will maybe will be in, in that battle. I think Thor will be in the battle in the country more than the battle in New York. I think the New York. Battles, I can't. I can't tell because I think the Guardians will be in New York with Iron Man and those guys, and Thor will probably be with Kong trying to help them out. Because okay. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Now Thor is a the is Hulk a, fell from the sky and ended up in New York. Oh yeah, they're the gonna Hulk be there. was with Thor, so yeah. I'm predicting that Thor ends up in New York. So I think it's gonna be Spider Man, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, the Hulk. No, because then they showed the Hulk. Then they showed the Hulk in Wakanda. Yeah, so I don't know how that. <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> they just transported maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know how he ends up where. But I know Iron Man and Captain America are still linked together. So they're probably do some phone calls and all that stuff, saying what's happening and this. Or and that. Doctor Strange sends the Hulk to Wakanda. Oh yeah, because he could definitely send people. Yeah, he can, whatever. He can open up a door yeah. and send them right over. Spider Man's gonna be king this movie though, some way somehow. I just feel. I, I I keep saying it, I feel bad for him because he's like sixteen, whatever, or seventeen, and he's in this. Battle for I hope life. He learned, I hope he learned how to work that suit. I hope he learned how to defend himself against a titan. <laughs> the suit that Iron Man gave him. I hope he. I hope Is that gonna iron, be good? The, what did they call it? The Iron Spider. Yeah, I don't know if that's good enough, but. Well, okay. Nothing we're working with here is good enough on its own to defeat Thanos. If you're if you're if you're watching this movie thinking that any one person is gonna pull off a whooping, that's just not gonna happen. Well, yeah, because he's he's a he's a basically a god kind right. of in so, his own way 
Together they got a shot. Separate, and, they're just gonna get like And they crush Thor basically kind of yeah. too. So I mean, Thor is a king. Robbed. I mean Thor is a god, like a king basically. And a king. Now now and I I think Thor is like a king as if Black Panther's a king of a country. But you know Thor is stronger than Black Panther, of course, because you know of he's, he's a god and everything. And I know that's why I feel like he's gonna be Wakanda to help them out against this army, and of course give him all the powers the, that he has. I think the Guardians drop Thor off in New York. I think the Guardians and Thor end up in New York. Hope well, Guardians are important because they're, they've been chasing Thanos for like I don't know how many years they've been chasing them, or yeah. they've been running away or whatever they've been doing. But they know that they have to go back to Earth and. Well, at least for Starlow, now he can go on Earth now and see how it is, because that's where he was born. So, it'll be interesting to see that whole interaction, but, yeah. 90 trillion, yeah, that's incredible. 90 trillion dollars. Marvel, the the Cavaliers, everything's brand new. You got to send me that picture. I'm not going to post it on Instagram. <laughs> I'll send it over to you. 90 trillion. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to the main, you know, the All-Star break is here and everything. We'll see what the Cavaliers do. Hopefully the Knicks are... Or much better, but I really think that you just lose every game. It's tank this season. Point. Yeah, I just it's lose every season. game. That's why I, I wasn't so worried when they lost. I'm like, yeah, you know, just it's lose. tank season. And there's just certain players I don't want to get rid of because I see the potential. I see what they can do. Yeah, Courtney Lee, I want to keep. That's a bench player. Yeah, but I want to keep him. Um, Hardaway, want to keep. Nick uh, Frank, want to keep. Yeah, Moutier, want to keep. Burke, I want to keep. Um, Beasley, I want to keep. He's scoring. Yeah. Cantor, definitely want to keep. Yeah. Um, of course, Porzingis want to mm-hmm. keep. Pretty much everybody after that, though. Just go. Did I say Hardaway? Yeah, you said you Hardaway, I want to keep. Everybody after that, we can clean out, though. Everybody after that, we can clean out. And, 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 with the exception of Hicks. Dotson. Dotson, ah, maybe Dotson, but not not Dotson over. They drafted. I, I can't remember the white boy's name. Clean, the white guy. Luke, Luke, Keen. Luke, Luke. Let's just stick stick to Luke. All right. I can remember Luke. <laughs> Luke, I want to keep. That boy's got potential. Um, tall dude like that shooting the threes. You put him in there with Porzingis, they're unguardable. But this might be a new roster after the off season, though. Which I I hope I hope we don't do too much. And I hope they don't trade Tim Hardaway Jr. But I don't know who's gonna take that contract. Nobody will. He's all, he's stuck. We're stuck with him. He's yeah. not. He's not going for seventy-one million. Nobody's yeah. taking him. Yeah. We we have him. They might trade Courtney Lee though, which I don't think they should do. He's way too good of a shot. He's just suffering under bad coaching. There's no spacing. They don't spread the ball. They don't pass fast enough. He just needs better coaching. No, that's why Mark Jackson might end up becoming the head coach. I think. And if Mark Jackson is the head coach, I think we see a whole different. I think with the roster as it stands now, Mark Jackson could do damage. I think you can make Frank Nikola a better point guard. I think he'll make him a better something. I think he'll make all of them a better players. I think I think his experience with being a point, passing to the big man with a shooting big man. I think are you and what the way he can develop players. I think Burke, Moutier, Lee, Frank, everybody we bring aboard, all these young dudes we're looking to go get. I think they all develop. Hicks. I think Luke. I think they all develop. Who would he look for in a draft, though, if Marcus Kosho? Who would he draft? Anybody but a point guard. I think he might draft, like, a small forward. We need a forward. That could, they could build around. That could be a, a you know, maybe a transcendent player. With we need a forward. I need the I need a, a player to pair up with Porzingis. He needs mm-hmm. to take off the load of Porzingis. Like, basically, he needs to be number one, I think, and Porzingis needs to be number two. Mm-hmm. They could just, like... And make Hardaway three. Yeah, so then he could be the guy who's durable, who can take the blows, do all that stuff, and Brazilian just be the second stringer. You need like and, a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, like a Kawhi Leonard. If they have a Kawhi Leonard, I mean, yeah, you could build around him and Brazilian to be number mm-hmm. two, whatever. That'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I hope they try to find a small four in this draft class that can be that guy. Mm-hmm. And I hope Mark Jackson is the coach to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I think it's just a matter of time before Mark Jackson is the coach. I mean, I'll be surprised. Did I say somebody, Cantor? Key yeah. Cantor? I I'll be surprised if Mark Jackson isn't the coach and somebody else who's better or whatever, but I just have a feeling it might be Mark Jackson. I can't even remember the name of the coach now. We've been talking about him all day, and for some reason his name just keeps slipping. I can Which see team? his face. What? Which team? Ours. Oh, Jeff Hornacek? Hornacek. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember his name? I could not remember what? Hornacek to save my life. Oh my God, that's how you know you don't want him to be coach anymore. Just, I've forgotten it. And I think he's a nice enough guy. Nice I nice really guy. think he's a nice enough guy. I don't wish anything bad on him, but nice I guy. don't want him he, to be he, he, got, he, got, he got a good looking daughter, which everybody keeps bragging about, apparently. But, but yeah, he's not coaching. He can't, he can't, I don't think he could do this. I mean, I just feel like 
the players don't go up to him. I know he's trying to build something, but it's not working. So at some point, you got to say to yourself, man, it's time to go some other coach and see, hopefully, if he's productive. Now, that's the New York way because we're not patient. We just want to get rid of people. But if we were the patient way, we'd just say, play out Hornsack's contract and see what happens from there. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we could do. But well, we got a little bit of time here, I guess. But the one thing the one thing I want to definitely get into before is this... this uh, this uh oh my god uh is um this rising this celebrity all-star game thing you know rachel nichols is coaching and kaylee nolan is coaching and this is funny rosters you have because you have rachel from mb2k tv you got nick cannon you got uh starling brim from ridiculous you got a pro boxer you got tracy mcgrady you got nate robinson candace parker on one team and you have the other team miles brown brandon armstrong Anthony Anderson, Jamie Foxx, Bubba Watson. Nate Robinson's going to go off. I know. Paul Pierce on the other team. You got uh, Jason Williams, like, like against the other teams. So, uh, I, I mean, celebrity games are fun, entertaining, I guess. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day maybe we'll be in a celebrity game and for something that we do in journalism or something and we get to be a part of that because I would love to be part of a celebrity game just to play against those celebrities and make shots in their faces or whatever <laughs> or make an air ball. Just cross I know, all that. But that should be fun. I hope it's a good game. And the Rising Star Challenge, Team USA, Team World, we got Frank on the Team World side and, you know, you got the other players, of course, and, and that whole roster and, and to me, I feel like for that Rising Stars game, I think it should be interesting. I think uh, Team World might win, though. For a fact, I'm, I'm putting my money on them. I think they're just more talented. The European game, yeah, yeah and versatile. Yeah. Taco Skills Challenge. I mean, you know, you got Joel and B, those guys in the in the in the Skills Challenge and everything. I think the center might win again. Mm-hmm. The center's been winning that. it. Porzingis, if he was in the Z, probably would have won it again, maybe. Um, and then three point contest. You got you know Beal, George Thompson, Booker. I think I think Thompson's probably gonna win this one. Clay. Yeah, yeah my opinion. He's been playing better, and he's been shooting really well this season. I can see that. And this guy is, like, one of the Dunk best shooters. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., Donovan Mitchell, Larry Nance Jr., Big O Depot. I got Mitchell. I'm going to go with Smith. Dennis Smith Jr.? Mm-hmm. He's athletic. And, of course, you got Team Steph and Team LeBron. I got Steph. Steph. I got Steph because LeBron's people are just injured. Wiping and, out. I know. They've been wiping I out. And three more I just hope it's entertaining. Like, it's actually they play defense. It at least some be. defense. It won't be, bro. You know, here, here's the all-star game. What are you going to do? Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But that's it this video show, guys. You can follow me at Morning's Tank. You can follow Mr. Mech here at M-R-M-E-C-C, Mr. Mech. On Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow all the latest episodes that we have on SoundCloud and any updates on our Facebook page and Twitter account. See you next week for enjoy. our review of Black Panther and other stuff. Y'all go enjoy that movie, man. Yeah, enjoy. please enjoy it.